becoming comfortable with discomfort is such a weird expression because obviously discomfort is inherently uncomfortable it's the opposite of comfort and yet that is what we're talking about today mostly just like I've gotten some feedback from clients lately and people just like I see you going live and or like you know making videos of yourself you seem comfortable <laughs> which just like makes me laugh because it is not comfortable like one of the main reasons I do this is because I notice it's uncomfortable for me and I want to I want to do it and so am I gonna let the discomfort hold me back and therefore hold me back in other aspects of my life or things that I really want to do but can't because I'm uncomfortable so I want to start with that I love being comfortable I love being warm I'm always freaking cold I love, I have legit a blanket on me right now. I'm just like cozy as hell. I love being comfortable, I really do. And I think especially, um, yeah, like tying this all back to trauma always, like, you know, not everything can be tied back to trauma, but a lot can be, um, you know, life in itself can be traumatic, even if there's no like, like i hate this expression but like big t trauma little t trauma you know like if you are a sensitive person someone who feels things deeply strongly fully you are more prone to experiencing and feeling a deep sense of suffering in your life i think and yeah, like, I love to be comfortable because I, I don't have to deal with the, the pain and the suffering of putting myself out there and just feeling like I might die and that people will judge me potentially or, you know, hate me or I'll be socially ostracized or whatever it may be. There are so many deep fears that keep us hiding or keep us from doing things that we actually want to do out of like that having to face that kind of discomfort so discomfort is a spiritual practice that really is how i see it in my own life that it's like When I notice I am feeling uncomfortable, when I am triggered about something, when I am really reactive, when I just feel, whether it's like my body, my mind, the combination of the two, the connection of the two, just uncomfortable, even if I don't know where it's coming from, it signals to me that this is something to investigate and this is how i think about triggers in general a trigger is like a sign that this is something you got to look into 
or you're going to stay stuck in that loop of being triggered and being triggered like fundamentally is so uncomfortable and painful and horrible and oftentimes we don't face ourselves our problems our shit because of discomfort because on deep primal levels we want safety I always talk about this too, always relating it as a trauma-informed coach. This is like the lens in which I see things and what I work on with clients. Discomfort is such a prominent thing for us, trying to seek safety, which equals comfort all the time and trying to, in deep, deep, deep ways, I think of it like this, the subconscious like doesn't use like language like the english language or whatever language you speak the subconscious doesn't communicate in those ways it communicates through shooting pain in the body it communicates through um your you know dreams it communicates through like yeah just body sensations and pain and just like headaches and and whatever it may be like the subconscious communicates through different ways than language and therefore it's like I I see it in my head is like below language it's the language of like our souls if you believe in that it's like the language of I'm just envisioning like this like like deep blue sea um yeah anyway so hmm discomfort when we feel discomfort arising, it's coming often from that deeper place that a lot of the times we can't name because there just isn't language associated with it and or we don't have the memory or the thing pulled up in front of us. Um, to say, oh, okay, that's why I feel like that. That's exactly why I feel like that. It's because in fourth grade, you know, someone made fun of me for this exact thing and it forever, you know, it just like got really deep and it reminded me of like my mom's whatever. When we don't have that and we just feel uncomfortable, we think discomfort is something to just run away from because literally we want to find safety. We want to find comfort. Discomfort is horrible. And it is a signal again of the chance to dive deeper and understand yourself know yourself so when i say like comfortable with discomfort or when people use that saying it's such a weird saying and really it's like just embracing discomfort it's less of comfortability with discomfort and more of just allowing discomfort to be there to expect it to you know this is a practice i talk about all the time to heighten it in your body whatever symptoms of discomfort you are experiencing sweating stomach churning heart rate elevating flushed face um some kind of weirdness other than the stomach thing in the body, shoulders tighten, you know, discomfort, like whatever that feels like, like 
just the feelings of being exposed and not being able to hide. I mean, whatever is bringing about this, these feelings in you to connect with them, with the feelings by simply noticing them. And this is where like mindfulness comes into play, just, just noticing them. I feel like in such deep ways, we immediately resist the feelings of discomfort in the body in order to just get to safety as quickly as possible. That's what, that's what our brains want. It wants, you know, safety. And so it's like we ignore, suppress, stuff down these feelings of discomfort to trade it for safety and comfort as quickly as humanly possible. And what we're left with is a lot more discomfort at times that are very inconvenient because if we're always running, we're never actually facing the thing. And I do think we need to face our shit to move out of the shit or it's going to stay stuck in the body in some way. It's going to come up again. It's going to come up again. It's going to rule our lives potentially in some way. And it's really interesting what happens in these situations where we feel uncomfortable. We feel or like our subconscious mind is telling us that we can we absolutely cannot face it. We cannot handle it. We are going to actually die if we face it. And it's usually not true. I would say 99.9% of the time it's not true. Um, but that um, impulse to run is so strong, which shows how like powerful our brains, our nervous systems are trying to get us to safety so quickly. Um, overriding this feeling or yeah, like overriding the feeling to run. And this is like that moment where you feel this automatic wanting to run you sit your ass down and you stay there and not like necessarily literally sit your ass down, but you like, when you, when this becomes a practice and you can notice when you feel yourself starting to want to drift out or run, you know, get out of the situation that you're feeling uncomfortable in, that isn't actually a threat to your true safety. When you notice that moment, and you're like, okay, here it is. And then you're like, okay, what am I feeling in the body? You start to almost like befriend or yeah, welcome those things in by just acknowledging them. Like so often our emotions, our, our feelings, the things that are going on in us just like want acknowledgement. So interesting. And if we just take a second and just allow the feelings to come up sit with that discomfort and then prove to ourselves that we haven't died by just sitting in it and just allowing it to be and when we allow it to be it passes through us and like out of our bodies if we keep running from the same thing that feels uncomfortable but isn't actually a threat to our safety and it's something that we want 
And if we keep running, we're just teaching ourselves to continue the pattern and it stays in our bodies. Does that make sense? Like it, the discomfort lodges itself in our bodies, in our minds. So when the same thing comes up again, it's like, oh, I remember this. Let's send the hormones. Let's, you know, prime the system to, to run because that's what we've always done. And that's, you know, if we've always done it, it's a habit. We got to just keep doing it. Seems like it's working. Seems like it's a good thing. So getting on video. Yeah, it used to be something that was fucking terrifying. I remember like my first like live Instagram video. I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I was outside. Oh my gosh, there are butterflies like playing, like fl fluttering around each other. It's magical. Um, I was outside and I was standing I like didn't know if I should sit or stand. I spent like 10 minutes just like feeling so anxious. My body was like, don't do this. Don't you do this. You're going to die. And I was like, no, we doing it. And, you know, just the expectation that it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel comfortable, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to teach myself that it's safe. Ooh, so important teaching yourself that it is safe has led me to this point where I can come on video and yeah I'm still anxious but it's like way more manageable and at some point I'll be not anxious at all and it'll be fine it'll be I'll have proven to myself that it's safe because I haven't died each time and nothing horrible has happened. Maybe a couple of comments that aren't super nice, but learning to let that stuff roll off of your back is crucial as well. And also just, yeah, the discomfort that like comments that don't feel good, just sitting with that, being like, all right, this is a thing. And then just, yeah, moving through. So yeah, my first <laughs> video I was like, I didn't know if I should sit or stand. I ended up standing and I was like holding onto a tree outside. It was like my, like my support tree, my like emotional support tree. And I like propped my phone like in the tree and I had nothing planned to talk about. Like talk about fucking discomfort. I'm like, I'm going to throw myself into the deep end. I'm not even going to have a topic. I'm just going to like let myself talk and let myself feel. So the first couple of videos that I did, I just let myself feel uncomfortable and just be there. <laughs> and like I think about the like the people that maybe were watching which is maybe like one person like dropping in and out, but like I don't even know what I was saying, but I was really just trying to experience feeling the discomfort and just being there. And I remember like, yeah, I think there were like a lot of pauses or just, yeah, rambling discomfort with like stop, you know, like pausing, stopping talking and 
So I just, I was like, just like talking and talking and talking. I talked about like Buddhism and meditation, whatever was even on my mind. I was like holding onto this tree and I was like, oh my God, I'm dying right now, but didn't die. So proving to myself that it's safe. And yeah, another thing I do want to say right off the bat with people, like if you want to like make videos, make YouTube videos, do live videos, or literally do anything like this that feels really uncomfortable, like you can't possibly do it. Like maybe you see me doing it and you're like, what the hell is she doing? That's crazy. <laughs> I would never do that. Even if if you do wanna do it at some point or whatever it may be, right? It's just like another mode of expression. Um, forget where I was going with that, but... Um, Oh yeah, if you are thinking about doing like this specific thing, like making videos, making live videos, you know, expressing yourself in this, through this medium, you're allowed to like block people from seeing it. Like there's a way to do that. I actually don't know how to do it, but I know there's a way to do it. Um, and for example, I'm recording this video on my Nurse Nell Facebook page, not my main Facebook page that has like a thousand plus friends. On my Nurse Nell right now I have like 110 or something people following. So that feels way more doable to me at this point. And I'll build it up as time goes on. But like in the past when I did lives, I would do them, um, there'd be like one person, you know, or whatever it might be. So we move with our nervous system, but we do have to expand our um, like ability to hold discomfort to get a lot of the things that we want in life and to show up in the ways that we want to show up. Like we hide, or at least this is my experience, I hide out of fear, out of fear of being judged by other people, out of fear of like being an imposter of people noticing that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, um, a fear of not being good enough. Like there's so much that exposing yourself in any way, you know, not hiding can bring up. Like there, there are so many things that keep us from being who we are, showing up how we want to, saying what we want to say, um, yeah. So many things that keep us from that. And my whole thing as a coach, or like one of my things, is helping people, especially people who have had trauma, any kind of trauma, feel less afraid to be who they are, feel less afraid to show up, to put themselves out there and you know the result of those things is like living a fuller and better life and yeah that's that's what i want for everyone so i show up for a couple reasons for myself to feel the discomfort and do it anyway really important to me to do things that are uncomfortable but not everything all at once you know it's 
you gotta be mindful of what your nervous system can take you have to take care of yourself and you can still expand and push boundaries while taking care of yourself and another is to encourage other people to show up that you know if i can do it i this expression i don't know how i feel about it if i can do it you can do it but like i really feel like that's true because like i yeah have a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear of judgment from others like oh my god like a lot of social anxiety um, that I hide very well and yeah I think it's really important to continue to show up continue to prove to yourself that it's safe to be yourself because sometimes it really is not you know sometimes how you are in the world just is not like the accepted way of being and that's really sad and it's really a disservice to not show up as yourself or be able to be yourself and be accepted um, it's a disservice because there are so many gifts that you do have and things that other people would love to see and that could be really healing and amazing for other people but we're scared of judgment so we don't we don't show up and therefore potentially help people make people feel less alone so yeah discomfort's gonna be there it's going to be there and that's okay it's a part of being a human oftentimes the more sensitive we are the more sensation we're going to feel the more discomfort we're going to feel the harder it is going to feel to override that but it's not about overriding it it's just about like integrating it embracing it allowing it like letting it allowing it space to take over which feels really scary but what happens every single time is it dissolves it's really interesting. I don't know what the hell is going on in our brains. Like, I really do not know what's happening. Um, it's called like paradoxical intention. And it's like we, if we like elevate the feeling, if we like really let it, you know, take over, kind of override that like nervous system response of, of trying to run away from it where like we're like all right come on like give it to me it dissolves it's the weirdest thing i'm interested in yeah other people's experience of that because mine has been very interesting so that's all i'm gonna say for now i hope this in some way inspired you to show up in a different way in a way maybe that has always felt really uncomfortable and you've had a block about it but you want to show up in this way um the discomfort's going to be there it's about coming to terms with it expecting it and the last piece is who are you seeing your audience as i think that's really important like for me in my head my audience i haven't like fully um anchored in 
that my audience is all like loving people who like want the best for me. <laughs> but that's where I want to be. That's where I want to head towards. And yeah, I think it's really important. You know, I definitely don't see my audience as people who like, they all hate me, you know? So I think that's like a huge step in the right direction. I used to feel that in deep ways. Um, yeah. Who's your audience? Who are you believing that you're speaking to? Because both can be true. People who hate you, people who love you, people in between, people who don't care, you know? Um, so being like intentional about who, who you're speaking to, I think is important. So yeah, hopefully that was helpful and talk soon. Bye.